Ladies and gentlemen, Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars return to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Oh, it's Belts on. Welcome. Hello, welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Good morning. Oh, boy. Don't we have a fair bit to talk about, notably last night's game. Where do you start on last night's game? Uh, by the way, early dramas here at the Dead Set Legends studio. Candace walked in with a uh, stuffed giraffe. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> no, no, no. One. She I've only got... had one. Yeah. We thought, geez, this is weird. I mean, what? what it went missing last week. Well, we didn't know. She puts it back here. So there's, I don't know why, but there's two stuffed giraffes in the studio. belongs to the station, studio. doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I think borrowed the, it the for gira- a few weeks. Uh, what do you mean you borrowed it? And it, it? kind of got in the way, so I brought it back. <laughs> you stole you were I gonna keep it. I did a beanbag giraffe. No. If, if it hadn't got in the way at home, it would still be at home, wouldn't I've it? I've still got one more at home. Don't you start, Richard. <laughs> All last week. I'll call Peter Valandis. I'll get it done. Where is he? He's the mad big Where mater. is he? I said I'd call him. You no, said, when do you want mate. him? When he do you want on. him? He's, he, he's obviously no, very I busy this you. morning, I'm but not, he will I, come on. I don't blame Peter. I blame you. Of course You've you promised something you can't deliver. Anyway, good oh, morning. I'll deliver, good morning. Oh, Can I just say, I, I too, know Owen. that you don't, we don't, you don't like talking about you, but fantastic call. Oh, the Roosters um, oh, Melbourne game right, last night. That was sensational. Don't fall into that one. You don't like talking about him. You already said, oh, thank you. By the way... Um, it was a great call, Dan. Uh, thank you, Richard. But more importantly... Brilliant call, really. We can confirm that <laughs> Candace so did work last week at the races. Uh, yes. Seven photos appeared on the Daily Mail <laughs> website. 100%. The Daily Mail. My God. <laughs> and, and did you you and Dave, happy snaps at the races. I put Didn't on the see much chat. races there. It was just you and Dave <laughs> taking no, photos together. No, you know what? Together. I was really into the races last week because Richard finally tipped Fine. us some winners. Yeah. He did. Yes. Two, two weeks in a row, I yep. believe. I've had five winners this week. Racing's oh. number two trainer in New South Wales. And <laughs> that's not a euphemism. You are number two. Number two. Behind that imposter, Chris Waller. <laughs> but I, I'm anticipating that by about five o'clock this afternoon, I'll be about number eight. Oh, talk about <laughs> false humility. Triple M Dead Set Legends, you want to talk about last night's game? Get in the queue. One, triple, three, five, three. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Did you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Uh, Roosters 18, Melbourne 14. Now, I've got to say something off the top, Rich and Candace. And I don't mean to be indulgent, but I, uh, I know I found those images of Victor Radley very disturbing. And uh, I don't like casting blame to others, but um, they're not our pictures at Fox. On a Friday night, they come from the host broadcaster, which is nine, and I thought it was gratuitous and unnecessary. What, actually showing the, the, the well, vision. Once he is starting to convulse, you don't need to zoom in, cut away, and then come back in on him. So, look, and that's, that's just a, a director who got that wrong. And, you know, one was... person made an error there, but I just want to make that clear that it wasn't our choice. And, it was hard uh, to, to watch, mm. but also I think uh, as, as, a, as a mother of, of young kids and – if you're watching that, do you really want to put
put your child in, in rugby league when you see things like that. So yeah, I, well, I, I didn't like it at the all. The game doesn't want it on. No. I mean, because, okay, we all know it's a, an aggressive game and it's dangerous at times, but the game doesn't want those pictures being broadcast. I'm certain of that. Anyway, look, that's just a director who got it wrong and it happens. We all make mistakes, but that, that shouldn't have gone to where uh, last night in saying that he got up, he's okay, apparently, which is phenomenal. Well, he's he was celebrating with the team afterwards, so that was good yeah. signs. But there's no way he can play next week against the Bunnies. And he's a huge loss because he is he's risen to another level. And in that game, I think it's one of the best games I've seen him playing until that point this season. He also had a concussion round one against the Knights, so it's his second one mm. for the and year. he's had a lot before this That's year, right. if I remember correctly. Uh, Trent Robinson said, and we'll get to the game in a second, Trent Robinson said... Um, he he said he was up and about. He remembers everything but that tackle. They can't play him next week. No. no. Now that they've made the finals, they don't really need to play him either. And they're probably not going to make top four. That's locked in because Parramatta and Melbourne play off for that next week. And um, they're probably going to have a home final assured. Uh, not necessarily, but probably assured even before they get to South. It depends what happens with South tonight against North Queensland. That's not going to be easy. Um, but um, Gordon Tallis actually said this uh, on Fox after the game. This is the pub test, the dad test. I say if that's your son, give him a week off. If if that was my son and it happened to him and I'm the coach, you don't play next week. No, 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 you can play the, the week after. Yeah, that'll go through the protocols. Uh, Roosters are... No, no, no. Coaches, coaches make decisions to win. Really well equipped. No, no. Coaches right. make decisions to win. Dads make decisions for the health of their kids. So that's why that's got to go to a dad test, not a coach test. Because there's plenty of coaches that we can all can sit and do it. Oh, mate, you'll be right. She'll be right. Get him back out there. And it's happened all my life, and it'll, and it'll keep on happening because it's a result-driven business. So Roosters do it well, but do the dad test. It can't be a result-driven business in that regard. They have to take give that guy some time because Victor's been convulsing on the field. The whole issue of... of of uh, concussions in sport, if you play that Victor next week, that will be the topic of conversation. It'll all yep. raise its ugly head again. And, and and the Roosters have always tended to overcompensate. Now, they I don't think want to be seen as hypocrites. And all of a sudden, a game that really matters, which it could next week, and then all of a sudden they're rushing him back. But they've always been more protective often than they've needed to be in terms of the... Um, uh, the protocol and Trent uh, Robson's such a good man management. He he will know what's best for um, Victor, and they've made the finals. They don't need him next week. It's not crucial. Anyway, that's that we've covered. What about the game itself? Oh. The brutality of the likes of Aurea Hargreaves and Asifa Solomona. Munster dropping in a forearm, I think, might get the attention of the. Ju- There's a lot for the judiciary to he look was at. Very grubby last night, Munster. Well, I, I know that's the topic everyone wants to talk about, how aggressive and how, you know, all the, the, the brouhaha and the head rubbing and the and the, the few knees that got slid in every now and again. But the standard of, of rugby league was on the elite level, was on the finals level, particularly in defence. I mean, it's not a high-scoring match, 18-14, but it's a, it's a particularly defensive-based game, and that's sort of like finals footy? I don't think the Roosters had a bad player on the field last night. Joey Manu, um, Matt Lodge, Tedesco. Tedesco, I mean, we always see him brilliant in attack, but it was his try-saving defence. Well, he saved the game. 
It was sensational. One on his own, and then there was another tackle he was involved with. Mm. Even Lindsay Collins made a couple of boobers. Then he recovered and made a big play. Um, this was, that was a big game for the Roosters. They previously had only beaten uh, Melbourne twice in, in 12 matches, and they came down to golden points in 2016. So they were they were sublime last night. I just can't see. I can only see one side if they play that way in the finals. If those two teams play that way in the finals, I only see one side that can can beat either one of those two, and that's Penrith. There may be others. I know the Eels are playing very well, but they're patchy. And if you muscle up like that, I think you can do the Eels I over. think we can say, and Parramatta are the big winners the last 24 hours, because they now, out of nowhere, have a shot at getting back into the four. I think we can almost call Thursday night Melbourne-Parramatta, which is the, now the biggest game of the year to this point. Um that's a that's a knockout game because I you cannot imagine either of those sides can go through a finals and win the lot. Maybe they can. Maybe Melbourne they've got they've got plenty of class there, but that is shaping as a winner has a red hot premiership chance. The loser is going to do it very very tough. Yeah, absolutely. And but what about the Broncos the other night? They were dreadful. Yeah. They've lost two weeks in a row by a huge like conceded so many points. Now that next week they're up against St. George. This was a team that not too long ago was in the top four. Did you watch them in the last quarter of the game? It's just like they're just going through the motions. Yeah. Now just they're going to struggle to make there. the top eight. Yeah. Well, Canberra, all they've got to do is win today and they're in the eight, at least for this week. Just back to last night, Warrior Hargreaves. What do we make of Warrior Hargreaves? Because he makes it a point to be the leader. And Trent Robinson was pretty clear after the game, that's what I want him to be. And if it costs us a couple of penalties, I'm paraphrasing, if it costs us a couple of penalties, so be it. He laid a platform for us. Yes, I agree with that. But also, that's when the storm, when he was off, that's when the storm capitalised on having the extra man. Took him a while. Yeah, that, yeah but they still scored they then. They did. Um, yeah. You know, if this was the last game of the round, it may cost them uh, – he may miss the next game because in, into the finals, which they need him. So, yes, he does a job, but at the same time, you can still do that job without crossing the line. I just don't know that he picks the best times to be, you know, inverted commas, the leader. Probably the time when the ref says, if one more player yeah. infringes and, and starts a, you know, a dust-up, I'm going to send them off. The very next tackle, yeah. he's in there doing it. Because you look at what he did in the tackle. He did bugger all, real a little bit facial, a weird thing where he sort of pressed his chin up against Asfa Solomon. He kind of had him around the, the head, but, but the ref had no choice because he'd laid. Imagine That's if right. Adam G didn't send him to the. He'd already lost control. That's what I mean. He'd already. He had to make a. St- he they may treated have got him, away with it at any other time in the match. They treated him. Then they treated him like the substitute teacher. Both clubs, both teams. They <laughs> ran. He did his best. Yeah. So, he couldn't keep the ten. And now I'm not blaming him, uh, but they paid no respect to him, and that's why there were 18 penalties. That's why the game took two and a half hours. But that's you know right. what? To his credit, he refed a brilliant game. Best team one. Yeah. Yep. Best team one. Also, with Jared, like he's a le- he's not a captain, but he's a leader in that team. You can still show your passion. You can still be aggressive. You can still lead without conceding all these penalties. But they won, and he had a big part to do with it. So you can make the argu- other argument yeah. that hey. 
they they don't make that tackle in the in the last five minutes. But does they he also put pressure on no. his team because of the way he does these things? Yeah, but they, their attitude is we want him to be the big alpha male. One triple three five three. If you want to talk about the game last night, James Graham's going to join us at eleven o'clock. We've got a lot of things to get through between now and uh, midday. Triple M, dead set league. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. <laughs> if it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports <laughs> uh, Nick Kyrgios. Now, this is my fault. You two always say, let's talk about Nick Kyrgios. This is all me. The bloke can't say into the news even when it's not he's doing. The woman he made special mention of during the Wimbledon final, one of his rants, is suing him. The lady is claiming mental damage after Curios announced to the world that she'd had 700 drinks. What about the mental damage she did from herself from those 700 drinks? Well, she did. She I said she didn't have 700 you. drinks. I thought she was I thought it was funny. She she's a lawyer by the way. Her quote, I am not litigious. But she's a lawyer. lawyer. But after much consideration, I have concluded no one talks like this. This is all lawyer talk. I have concluded that I have no alternative but to instruct my solicitors, Brett Wilson LLP, to bring defamation proceedings against Mr. Kyrgios to clear my name. The need to obtain vindication and to prevent repetition of the allegation are the only re- are the only reasons for taking legal a- action. She then said she'd donate the money to charity. Uh, so here's the question. This sounds like costs. an easy one for Nick to apologise publicly. Mm. But is, is he man enough to apologise publicly? And should he apologise? Well, no, he- I don't think he needs to apologise. I think, you know what, Nick, because Nick does do a lot for charity. So what I think he'll do is he will just donate the money to charity himself. Well, no, he can't because do that. Because if it's that. just about he, that. He can't do that. He, Why? If, if she takes him to court and wins, he's got to pay her. But right? if it's just about the money and giving it to charity, why no, doesn't no, he just no, give no. them money? He's going to have to do the apology. That'll be part of the settlement. But she carried on like that a pork chop matter. anyway. If she wins, he'll be apologising and probably paying as well. Now, speaking of sledges, this one's a nasty one. Um, no AFL men this week because they, they have a buy round into the finals. I'm not sure I like that, Rich, to be now, honest. No, I have to say, I, uh, as much as, you know, I, I, I think it's great for the AFLW to have a week of clear air before the finals while people are at the height of their interest in AFL, and it's just not the same. You know, well, I you... want them to go from one round into the finals. Yeah, and they were doing that before AFLW. They, they've loved this week off, I no, think, since no. 2016. I think it's just that... that at the end of the season, there's so much momentum. There's so much going on. It kind of just leaves me a bit flat. Well, Melbourne Storm were quite thankful because they got a full house last night and massive TV ratings. Do you know they've got the biggest um, number of members? Like their, their their membership is higher than any other club yeah. in the whole NRL. Yeah, really? That's the culture down there. In the, in the AFL? No, no, no. no, no. Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne Storm. 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 Oh. But that's the culture down there, Ken. 44,000 yeah. members. Like, yeah. That's huge. You should see the Melbourne Football Club AFL team's membership. Yes, they're massive, but that's no, the Melbourne no, culture. No. But but for an half NRL, of them drive it's... to the match in Daddy's Range Rover. <laughs> and can well, I just quickly that's say, the Melbourne I, know, I know this is just a bit off what we're doing here, but with the US Open tennis coming up, we're talking about Kyrgios, yeah. a game to watch. If he wins against Kokonakis in round one, he will be up against, if he makes it, round four, Medvedev. Ah. Now, two clickers. This this could be just this could go off this game round four U.S. Open. Curious. Right. I don't Medvedev. think there's much doubt that he'll get through Kokonakis. Well, you don't know. Uh, well, no, well, but both no, firing. Anyway, oh, no, can I get to this sledge? Yeah. So last week, last Friday, it was Lions versus Demons. Uh, Demons absolutely smashed them. But the Lions captain Dane Zorko reduced Melbourne's 
Harrison Petty to tears mm. with a sledge. Now, it hasn't been revealed verbatim what he said, but it was something along the lines of, I hope your mother dies. Now, apparently there's a lot more to this than meets the eye, which is why both clubs wanted to bury this quickly. Yes, he said, Zorko, he was provoked. You'd want to hope so. Well, apparently those who do know have said some of the things that were being said, not just by Dane Zorko, but but by others. I'm not. They didn't mention Petty, but by others from the other team. Mm. There was just disgraceful, just terrible. The whole a, lot were, were involved. Where is the line drawn? Because we know homophobia out, racism out. They're givens. Yeah, I think your mother's out. Well, this is this is family. It, it, it's family. So all family references out. Absolutely. Yep. What about mm. girlfriends? No, it's it's all out. It's all out. Well, what are yes. you going to say out there? Just play footy. See, oh, it's a nice I'm with idea. you. I, I mean, would you do it yourself? I certainly wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. But did it put the bloke off his game? Well, it didn't matter. They got they won anyway, Melbourne. But yes, it did. Obviously, had the desired effect. It's a pretty ugly way to do it. Um, but to but, say, I mean, to say, you know, you want someone to die. That's, that's oh no, that's it's a, a, mother horrific. is mother is definitely out. Sisters. They're out. Oh, yeah, to right. think about that. <laughs> it should be wife, daughters, kids, dads, wife, everyone. Daughters. Everyone. They're out. All right, okay. I can see we're going to get into trouble here. I, uh, that's the end of the sports update. Now, to bring it down a cog, it's time for Candace's quiz. One triple three five three. if you want to be part of it for that $100 Bingley voucher. Call that up, is everyone. Next. What if we get no callers? Do we no, can? we will have no, they hundreds want the of callers. Here's the test. Next week, let's not have the Bingley voucher. What do you want? No, I'm saying no, no prize. Let's, Let's let Candace's quiz stand up for itself. Yes. Okay. You'd be stuffed and you'd No yeah. way. Triple M dead set legend. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's dead set legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Jeez, what a miserable day here in Sydney. See, we all got cocky a couple of weeks ago. Oh, oh, footy, footy finals where the – well, that was me. Uh, La Nina 21, 22 degrees. La Nina 3. You, you, I know. Is that confirmed? Well, uh, more than a 50% oh, chance. They're saying so more th- likely than not. Three years in Thanks, a row. Tim Bailey. We're going to have a miserable summer. Not that bag bails. He's I like my Tim Bailey. One of the great blokes, Tim Bailey. No, I'm bagging you. Oh. Thinking uh, you're Tim Bailey. <laughs> Greg Russ is going to join us talking Daniel Ricciardo's demise, unfortunate demise um, at uh, McLaren. That's in the second hour. Oh, Richard's tip coming up as well. Yes. You're in form. Oh, yes. I'm a, I'm a rooster this week. but You were you know. a legend last week. Yeah, that's right. Feather dust of the week could before. Be what have you done for me lately? Triple M, uh, let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Fanderson's Quiz. All thanks to the great service, great brands, great value, now available in store and online at Bing Lee. Better living every day. I know people at the races talk to you about the show at nauseam last week. Did anyone mention the catastrophe that is Candace's quiz? Everyone just, I'd have nothing but positive feedback. Just really? saying how good it is, how they look forward to this line, segment. Huh? You really That's are a just, bad life. It's a debacle. I've never been involved in a greater debacle on radio. <laughs> but here, here, now it's my turn. Well, you're going to be involved now because That's right. you're I, going my up turn against... to be the loser. You're going up against Scott from Blacktown. Scott, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello, what's, Scott. what's the blow up, fellas? What's the blow up? This is the best quiz. Thank you. Really nice you. We might as well just give Matthew you the $100 following. voucher now. It does have a huge following. Scott, I might even give it its own Don't page worry. or something. All right. So, Scott, um, Richard's going to go first, and whoever gets the most 
questions right, we'll win. And if it's a tie at the end, we'll have a, um, a like a, a playoff. playoff. That's what I was going Come to say. On, okay, Richard, the Wallabies are playing against South Africa tonight. Which city are they playing in? Oh, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> the world's most boring city, Adelaide. Adelaide, except for when the Adelaide test is on. That day-night test is a doozy. Yeah, whatever. Okay, Scott. Which international tennis player will miss the US Open as they are not vaccinated oh, against COVID-19? <laughs> Novak Djokovic. Good work, okay, one, Scott. One. Richard, right. the AFLW season kicked off on Thursday night. Who played and what was the final score? Oh, go away. <laughs> right, who played? I actually know this. Uh, do you? I it was Carlton uh, Collins. I'll give you that. I don't yes, know who that won, is true, Carlton Collins. It was 36-18. I don't know who won, though. I'm, no, no, Candice, I'm helping Richard that's, today. Hang on. He wins. No, no, no. I haven't, if that's I haven't, the score. No, you tell me. Who 36, won, 18, Carlton Collingwood. Who, yeah, won? who won? I don't know. No, we don't, that, you didn't ask. No. You win. just said it's a win to me. who played and what was the score. <laughs> You've got those. Listen, this is cheating. That is true. No, that's correct. We've had enough of you railroading us here. Oh, two oh, it's a win. How did you know that, Dan? Because I'm Because you're you, okay. I don't know who won. All right, Scott. Who won in the Storm Roosters game last night? Rugby oh, great game. Yes. Bit grubby, but yeah, Roosters, 18-14. Yeah, Good work. Go. Two, two. Richard, who is the number eight on the NRL ladder? Oh, he's going to get this. I was just about to say the Raiders, but no, it's the Blancos, the Broncos. Okay. Scott, you have walked into the the only week. Dan, you we, really we derailed, fire, you really derailed my, my quiz. <laughs> By, by helping fire. Richard jumping in. You should have done that. that, that. Yeah, I you knew did. that. It's about time someone stepped in. Okay. Scott, which NBA legend whose DJ name is DJ Diesel has been in Australia this week? <laughs> yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. That's oh, it. Oh, I geez. thought you were going to be the first one to ever lose in a bit from of, the call. Shaq in a bit of trouble here. So, uh, <laughs> Do we have a tie break question? Apparently you're doing meet and greets. Okay, so Scott, if you, I'm going to give you one more question. Candice is panicking here. She doesn't get... have a tiebreaker question. <laughs> this has never happened before. <laughs> How can you not oh, be I'm prepared gonna, for this I'm eventuality? Gonna make, I'm going to make a question up. Right. No, okay. yeah, I've got a good question. No, you've no, got no, to answer no, the question. You're the, Scott. You're the contestant, Scott. Who does Nick Kyrgios play in round one of the US Open? Kokonakis. Oh. Yeah, you're the winner. Yes. Oh. No, Richard, you're out. This quiz gets worse <laughs> and worse. Candice, next week, can you bring a tiebreaker question? And no, a tie but break... next week, can you not butt in if Richard's answering the a questions? A tiebreaker question, right, is closest to or something. You've got to give both Yeah, but I want to give back to the people. Uh, oh, trick. Right. $100 well done, gift Scott. voucher. Good on you, Good Scott. Good on you, Scott. Game, set, and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candice Warner. Four players charged from last night. Here we go. Victor Radley, dangerous contact in the 15th minute on Jerome Hughes. I, I can't remember what that no. was. Um, that was square up number 19. Grade one, $1,800 fine. He's okay. He's probably going to miss next week anyway. Jared Oriah Hargreaves, contrary conduct grade one. That was the grubby work on Nelson Asifa Solomona. Is that his only one? We'll get to that. All right. Grade one. It was his third and subsequent charge, but it's only a $3,000 fine. Nelson Asifa Solomona, dangerous contact on Joseph Swali'i. God, that's a hard name to get used to. Swali'i. Um, $3,000. Swali. 
It used to be. He changed his name a couple of weeks ago. How did that, Swali'i. How does that happen? Well, he decided, you know, they, 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 when they debut their kids, they, they just care about playing. And then yep. obviously, you know, family and he deserves to have his name set properly. Just takes a little getting used to. So three players charged, no suspension. Lindsay Collins, grade three, dangerous contact. Ouch. Hip drop, four weeks. Ouch. Fights and losers, five weeks. Could be Collins, They'd have to make the grand final. Well, you'd have to either beat the charge, get a downgrade. Now, that's going to have Melbourne people blowing up because he should have been binned. If that's a four-week charge, why yep. wasn't he binned? And Melbourne could have used another 13 on 12. But that's an enormous blow for the Roosters. Huge. Their strength at the moment is Lodge, Warrior, Hargreaves, Collins, Takayaho, both of those players and coming back. They were back. thinking of maybe resting a few players next week for the last round, and they can't now. I think they're going to have to fight this. I think they're going to have to fight it. There's no point waiting well, until the Bradley, grand final. Well, you've got going to be on the sideline for how long? One? At least one week. Yeah. They're good. But Candice is right. Next week won't matter probably for them. They've probably got a home final locked in. But there you go, Warrior Hargreaves. No suspension for him. So there was that high shot they've gone. That's no <laughs> how problem. How does he get away with it? Okay. But Lindsay <laughs> Collins, four matches. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M, Dead Set Legends, uh, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner, Dan Ganane. Let's talk rugby league once again. Um, and I think it's worth going back to last night's game. Uh, a man who I'm sure would have enjoyed oh, yes. the brutality, yes. the niggle, the not that he was a great niggler, but just it had everything this game. James Graham, don't tell me you didn't sit up and take notice of uh, what transpired last night in Melbourne. Yeah, it was uh, it was all on, wasn't it? It was it was brutal. Uh, it was skillful. It had everything. Uh, it was all the ingredients of a of a great game of rugby league, and it's. It's hard to imagine that I used to, I used to love being involved in those type of games. And certainly, uh, certainly, the, the comfort of my own lounge is is the best place to be. Um, or being at the game, of course. But yeah, I um, glad I wasn't out there. There'll be some sore bodies uh, getting around Melbourne this morning. Would you agree with me if I said I think that was they've started playing finals footy? I mean, the 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 defence that was desperate. It was brutal defence. The speed off the line was elite uh, to the point where they were getting penalised for it and they didn't care because, you know, nine times out of ten it works if you get off the line quickly. Uh, well, absolutely. If the finals can replicate that, that those levels of intensity and those levels of per- performance and desperation and everything that, that came with it, like I spoke about, all, the, all those ingredients that make a great game of rugby league, if the finals can replicate that, we'll be laughing. If they can be half the games... If they can be half of half as intensive as that game yesterday evening, the NRL are onto a winner. James, what did you make of um, Jared Warrior Hargraves' sin bin? I mean, that's when the storm capitalised on having what was he uh, thinking? You know, at a man advantage. The ref actually <laughs> said, "If anyone gets involved in a melee or a scuffle, they're going." Yeah, right? the a, very next tackle, he did it. It was a little. It yeah. wasn't a headbutt, but it was something. Oh, head a little Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe it's Jared playing that game of cat and mouse is all right. I'll you put your money where your mouth is there. And obviously, sometimes the the way Jared plays, he uh, he might as well just you know he might as well just say to the referee before they go out, "Should you just sim me now and let's get it over <laughs> with?" And 
I'll do the first ten minutes of the game yeah, on the sideline. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you know, just let me let me off with one um, as the game gets on. Um, but no, look, I think yeah, Jared, I think he he, he probably deserved the Simbin in in that moment, and yeah, you know, the, let the match review committee deal with that. But but that's not what the focus should be on. There's you know the the, the desperation for one another, the having each other's back. Mm. The response to adversity. Like I look at a guy like Lindsay Collins, who comes up with two errors in a crucial moment in the game, but then does he just go into a shell? No, he doesn't. That's what elite players do and elite teams do. He come up with a huge play on last tackle. James Tedesco should have been there. He wasn't, but Lindsay Collins was there to save the day. Is there any team, James, sorry to cut you there. Is there any team that, other than I think the Panthers are the only team that could beat either one of those teams if they play like that. If they make, if they both make the final and both play like that. Yeah, look, it, I, I, when we, we react a lot in sport and a week's a long time in sport, let's not forget Parramatta have, right. have beaten the Penrith Panthers twice as well. So we can't write them off. Um, you look at teams like South Sydney, yeah, they'll be licking their wounds after last week, but you try telling Latrell Mitchell his team doesn't have a chance. So uh, the exciting, the, the the finals around the corner, it's a really exciting close competition. But yeah, you, you, you I think you're right at the moment. It's hard to look past those two teams and Penrith Panthers, of course. Yeah, well, um, Parramatta, the big winners over the last 24 hours. Yes or no, because we're running out of time. Matt Lodge, is he playing test-worthy football at the moment? Oh, yes. I'm going to go yes. Okay, there's a moral dilemma coming up. I'll say he's done his time, and it's not going to make people happy when he does get picked for the Kangaroos. Jimmy, when do we hear you next on Triple M? Tomorrow, I guess. Yes, I'll be there tomorrow, mate. Beautiful. Looking forward to it. All right. And don't forget the buy round. That's Jimmy's very successful podcast, which is um, doing gangbusters there with uh, his interviews. So the buy round. Get Goodbye. To- See you, Jimmy. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. I'm not going to reveal who said this, but in that song, one of us said, I hate vegans. Yeah. Now, you work out who said it, but let's do no, this. No, no, don't, because people will think it's me. <laughs> yes, they will. Oh, me. It's not me. Triple M Dead Legends Sports Update. Well, it's not me. And it's not me. Bullshit. Well, it's not me. You said it. Just said it can be a bit inconvenient at times <laughs> when you're out going out for dinner. Vegans are inconvenient. Yeah, can I, did Candace not say, I hate vegans. As in, it's yes. just... At Thank times, you. it's just annoying. What, what about it, people with other eating I'm a meat eater. requirements? You know? I mean, I, I like a steak. Oh, geez, not again. Okay. It's not again. You know, there's a gag there, but I'm not touching Greg it. Greg Norman right? has certainly been crowing this week. The PGA announced a raft of changes to combat the live tour, and they're very live-esque. Now, among them, a revised, well, 20 tournament schedule, although, the, no, I should say, the best players have confirmed they will play 20 tournaments to be contested by the best players, and an additional $100 million pot to be shared among the top 20 players. They already had a pot, but they've bumped it up to 100 million. So Norman's response, a social media post where he claimed the PGA boss copied Norman's homework. Yeah, who cares? I mean, what's he Liv is winning this, Richard. Well, no, Liv, we're always going to win it. They had $3 billion. You know, they were always going to win. Who cares eventually. if they are? I'm, I'm starting to turn around. I, I don't mind it. Nah. I'm finding well, the sanctimony of the 
pro PGA people a bit much. Yeah, I'm, that's what I, I, and that's why I'm starting to go. You know what? If you watch Live Golf, it's terrible. Yeah. But you know what? I, I'm a you know free market, mm. free markets. Yeah. Pe- people said that about 2020 cricket for a long time too, and eventually it all had to. But the you know, way some of these PGA players like Scheffler and that carried on, like it's it's starting what to make me. What about Scotty Scheffler? I know. He just uh, press conference. He says, oh, "I didn't play very well in the British Open because I had something wrong with my butt crack." <laughs> that's what he said. You had something up, but that's what. No. <laughs> Mate, did you see him walk across Cam Smith's no. line? He's a pig. I think he was worrying about this 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 thing that well, he had. I tell you it's what, a, it's he's going to have. I think it's twenty five million to soothe the pain because he's about to win the FedEx Cup, and or, that's the most money earned in a single PGA Tour season. So if that happens, well, he's at nineteen under. It's this weird tour championship where they stagger the leaderboard at the start. Yeah. So if you if you lead the FedEx Cup, you start at ten under. So he starts with the advantage and he's going on with it, although Xander Shaw plays at 17 under, so he's making it. Uh, and if you gone. win the FedEx, he's six it's 18 under Cam million. Smith. Right. 18 million for a win at the, this FedEx. I know. So Cam Smith is six under. and um, There really is something wrong with the world when you can get that sort of money for, you know, basically walking around a paddock, hitting a little white ball, and there are so many other things that are more important. Uh, it hasn't yeah. got much attention, but Australia has the one-day series against Zimbabwe starting tomorrow. Now, this is three games in Townsville. And um, they actually play New Zealand, I think, next week. So, yep, three uh, games in Cairns. But but they're presenting Cairns a really strong Aussie team. Uh, Dave's playing. I mm-hmm. think Pat Cummins is the only certain starter not there, but the rest of them are. Yeah, I mean, it's nine forty start. It's going you know AM. It's an early start. Um, I reckon it will nip around a little bit early. So hopefully, if Australia win the toss, they'll send Zimbabwe into um, bat first. Because but, you wouldn't want to bat on it, on a, you know, little dodgy deck like that, and have the great. No, apparently Dave. it's a really good deck. But yeah. apparently Dave's saying it, it, it looks good. But going back, it is a, a fairly strong side, and I think what we'll start to see because there is a, an ODI World Cup in India next year mm. that Australia may um, just trial a few different things and just sort of get the team. Have Zimbabwe got any good players? Yeah, there's a couple. I don't know their names. I'm not over the whole Zimbabwe team, really? but yes. Oh. Um, what about Candace's kids at a press conference, Rich? Did you see this about last what? week? Dave is there announcing he's there for the Thunder. Oh. It was a family fun day out at the new Centre of Excellence for New South Wales Cricket, which, oh. might I add, is a sensational venue. Right. But her three kids are in there in front of the cameras, not a care in the world. Most kids, most people are bothered the sight of cameras. It's a very weird mm. thing. But there Yeah, goes, no, goes. well, my, my girls have grown the Daily up Mail with it. there? They were there. Oh, no, they, they Rich, weren't. Enough. Enough. No, but it I'll was... certainly post about it, but they weren't there, Richard. <laughs> no, my girls have grown up with the cameras in front of their faces. They've grown up with us sharing them on social media, so they're really comfortable. All right, let's do this. We've been there for it all. Four and twenty, Australia's original fan food. Now the Dead Set Legends Play of the Week. That's uh, BT there on Channel 7. Um, you got to respect the game to get 88,000 or a regular oh, season contest. That and was pretty awesome last Sunday as they pipped Carlton and knocked the Blues out and finished top four. How many in a season do they get that comes down to the last minute or the last 30 seconds? Uh, that's, that's the greatness of the game. Yeah. I've never played it, right? but I love the game. By the way... Did you say something to offend the Swans? We can't get a Swan on. Every time I'm, we ask. I'm a Swans fan. Uh, no, some, 
They've <laughs> turned on us. Oh. They specifically Do said, have to deal with sorry, this now? no one available this week between 9 and 12. I mean, they're, they're rubbing it in. They play next Friday. Let's see. I blame you. Specifically between 9 and 12. (laughs) We are unavailable between 9 and 12. (laughs) We're the only sports show on. (laughs) I know. I know. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Jude's put a hex on because he gets them all for the rush hour, the drive time show. Maybe he's gone, no, 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 no. You come to us for. He's involved here. (laughs) I can smell it. He's the nicest bloke in the world. No, no, no. He's a smiling assassin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, the Swans play Friday night. Let's see if we can get one on Saturday morning. Hopefully they win. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends. We're just talking off here. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman, Dan Ganane about uh, the poor kid Jackson Paulo, Paolo, who was abused last week uh, and apparently it's affected him pretty badly. When I say abused, social media. Now this gets to a point I think we're going to disagree on, Candice. Richard, I think you're aligned with me here. It's not the player's fault. It's not anyone who gets abused's fault. But you're swimming in waters that encourage this sort of behaviour because Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok, their business is just getting followers. They don't care if they're real, if they're abusive. They don't, they don't stop any of this. They should be stopped, to be honest. Well, of course they should I, be. I don't Richard. even know how social media got going. How did someone say, we're going to devise something where you, as a fake name warrior, can go on and defame someone publicly and no one will know who you are and nothing will happen to you? How did that get going in first the of first all, place? The poor guy, you know, he didn't have the best game last week for South. He's not playing against the Cowboys today. So he would be embarrassed by that. He'd be disappointed by his form. But then to come off the field and have um, – hundreds of messages that were actually on the South Sydney Rabbitohs um, Instagram post that wow. they did. So they the Rabbitohs had to end up um, turning off all their comments. I don't care how bad – I mean, someone's playing football. You, it's not doesn't warrant a death threat. Everybody should be able to look at social the, media. The only people who yeah. should be able to comment are people who have – Verified. Who verified their identity. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm just saying that the death threat, it, it should never happen. It, it's unacceptable. I understand. That, that's a given, Ken. You're right. That's a given. But is there not responsibility, not on the kid, but in all, on all of us? We are entering those waters. We are willingly going onto social media knowing it is a cesspit. It is. Yes. So... But At some point, there, we you... are responsible, even though well, it's like going into a restaurant, right? You love the food, but you know you're going to get abused every time. Would you keep going back to the restaurant? Of course you wouldn't. No. So why do but we all keep media, going back to social media? I think if you're media? putting yourself on social media, you know that there's a possibility that's going to happen and you need to um, – I know in, in my case, you just grow a thick skin – for me, I if I don't know that you either block the person, if you don't know them, who cares I'm what they're saying about blocker. you? But in this case, um, you know, I, I really feel for. I for like Jackson. the mute. I like yes. the mute. They think they're abusing me, and they <laughs> don't right. even know I can't okay. see it. All right, Triple M. This is the uh, Dead Set Legends. Uh, there's no solution because while Twitter and Facebook and all of them have no interest in stopping the trolls, mm. the trolls are going to fester. Yes, they're going to yeah, fester. They are. How many people looked Jackson Paulo in the eye and said he was rubbish? I bet no one. I bet no, no one had the guts no to one. tell him he was garbage. Fake name he had warriors. a bad game. It happens to all of us. That's we have right. a shocker every now and then. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Rusty's Motorsport Update.
for Bendix. Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Yes, indeed. Big news week uh, with a topic we've spoken about pretty much every week this year. Rusty from the Rusty's Garage podcast. You can get for free on Listener. He's standing by, but first, uh, you probably know by now, everyone, but Dan Ricardo's announcement that he will leave McLaren at the end of the season. Hey, everyone. I wanted to share some news. Not great. Uh, it's bittersweet for sure, but uh, I think it's best you hear it from me. Uh, 2022 will be my last year with McLaren. Obviously, we put in a lot of effort on both sides, but just hasn't worked the way we wanted. Uh, so the team's decided to make a change for next year. So we had a lot of discussions, but uh, in the end, we mutually agreed that it was the right thing for both of us. I will continue to do the rest of this year, absolutely, um, and I'll continue to give it my all. Well, there it is. Um, confirmation. Well, boo-hoo. Hey? Boo-hoo. 24 million to go. Can't be that bittersweet. Well, what happens, Just Greg sweet. Russ? Hello to you. We talked a few weeks ago that there'd be a monster payout coming. Um, what are they going to do with him? Because they've got him for another year. Uh, Dan, good morning. Um, he says he only wants to stay in Formula One, right? And I, I think we need to understand what happens this week with the contract review of, of Oscar Piastri. There's a bit going on there. Um, the management at the Alpine team weren't real happy when Dan left to go to McLaren, but a lot of the management's changed there. So maybe he may end up heading back in that direction, and that's not necessarily a, a bad car. But, I mean, to your, to your point, uh, McLaren, I, I think, have probably learned a little bit of a, a lesson here by the sounds of it in the way that um, they might word... Um, future deals. Well played to Dan, if that's, if that's the, the way it goes in terms of um, you know, whatever the size of the payout is. Well, it's $24 million, isn't it? That's the talk. I mean, they apparently offered him an opportunity to go and play elsewhere in the McLaren family, be mm. it, uh, you know, IndyCar or Formula E. He's not interested in that. He wants to still play in Formula 1. And as I said, Rusty, it seemed, from the outside, it seemed like a, a marriage made in heaven. Why hasn't it worked? You know what, Candice, this is the million dollar question. Two different cars, uh, two different sort of rule regulations in two years and you know as I say he came in so well credentialed and to a team that has so much success that was back on the up I I thought it would really work and McLaren to be fair some of their senior technical people have put their hand up and said look we've got to bear a bit of responsibility here Um, Dan equally has has said that sort of stuff I I actually think when you listen to that that uh, slice of audio from him in full what he posted on social media this week it's actually a great example to young kids coming through when you're facing adversity about how you deal with this. He, he Dan handled this like an absolute pro, but for the life of me, I, I can't figure out why it, uh, why it hasn't panned out. Just a, a question without notice, Rusty, and this is without notice. Um, are Audi getting back into Formula One? Yes, that's correct. I've announced that um, uh, in the last sort of 24, 48 hours. I'll come in in 2026 um, and they will you know, like Mercedes did all those years ago, uh, they'll make a really serious impression, these guys. Whatever they've touched before, Richard, whether it's, you know, uh, World Endurance Championship with sports cars, um, rallying, you name it, they, they do things properly. Mm. So they'll make... It'll take a bit of time because Formula One's, you know, a different playground, but they will absolutely come in all guns blazing. We're pro Audi, aren't we, Rich? Yes. Yeah, I think what we're yes. saying is if there's an ambassadorship <laughs> available very for the Dead Set Legends, very high ratings this week. I mean, we're ready for the Audi people to bestow us. <laughs> Candace doesn't need it. She's got no, Ferraris got and Porsches, but Richard and I, we're just battlers. Oh, uh, come on. Now, if I, well, actually doing some racing this weekend, it's been a while, Rusty. Uh, did we glean anything from the Friday practice in Belgium? 
so lots of changes to cars and a few people um, with the, the minimal bank of engines you're allowed for the year changing power plants. So that means they'll cop a, a grid penalty for the race. And I reckon that'll spice things up. So Max Verstappen pretty fast. Lando Norris, who you were talking about before, third behind Charles Leclerc. Um, Dan down in ninth. And we kind of need to wrap up this conversation by saying, um, you know, we hope that Oscar Piastri will be on the grid uh, next year. And, and some of the negative stuff that I've heard uh, that may have been sort of sent either his manager's way or Oscar's way, that's not, that's not fair, guys. The reality of life is if any of you had the opportunity to play for a big team because you know it was going south with another player, of course you would put of your hand you, up. You'd knife anyway. Yeah. He's a good kid with a lot of talent, and we want to see him on the grid. But can you imagine if it comes out that Weber has just had his fingerprints all over this? Anyway, all right. Good on you, Rusty. Thanks, That's Rusty. for Bendix Brokes. Put your foot down with confidence. Have a good week, Rusty. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Dead yeah. said legends. Your mind goes into dark places, Richard. No, look, this is a cutthroat business. We're really here. starting to see how you work that, and what yeah. you're that, about. That Oscar, he will knife Dan if it means getting yeah. his seat. But yeah. what's he? What's he? The way you life and your brothers it. keep knifing each other. That sort of thing. <laughs> that sadly. Make sure you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. There it is. That's out. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Just about done. Now it's been such an action-packed show. We didn't do Richard's tip, so let's do it now, but I know your tip is for a race that is not far away, so everybody, you'll have yep. to, if you're out and about, well, uh, pull out your sports bet account or uh, race to a TAB, uh, but please do it carefully. Yeah, I'm going with race two in Brisbane, which is coming up at 12.18, so mm, okay. we won't be too far away from that. I've got a runner in a horse called Love Tap, and mm. Lee, my elder brother's got a horse called Bottega in it, which he told me, said, yours can't beat mine. I said, it might beat yours. He said, you want to bet? So he wanted a side bet on this. So this is instructive. Lee is that confident about his thing, mm. Bottega. Mm. So I'd be tipping that. Well, why don't you take three Bottega and one love tap in a Quinella? Okay. All right. It's only seven runners. I like sure. that. All right. Yes. All right. And that race is at 12.18. Time for this. The grievances. Well, Dan, you do a bit of airline travel. Yes. What about the whole situation around carry-on baggage? Right. What a fiasco, depending on the airline you fly. One airline has the gate lounge weigh-in, where people come around trying to weigh your carry-on bag. And if you're over seven kilos, they stick you with a fine in front of all the other people. <laughs> it's the most embarrassing thing. Well, like break the rules. You were trying to sneak in that extra That's 20 grams. Tight hey? people like you don't want to pay for the extra baggage hey, so that you try to do the carry-on. I don't fail. But I feel sorry for the people who do. And then, what about these people who come on the plane? They've got like six bags. They what? <laughs> they come on the plane with six bags. Oh, he said. Okay, go on. Right. And some of them are like coffin size, and they're putting them up in the racks there. There's nowhere for anyone else to put their little bag. <laughs> the whole thing's a fiasco, and the airlines are encouraging it. It's a conspiracy, Dan. They're obviously making money out of this, and this is why they want to I agree with you to the point where I hate when I'm, say, sitting in Business row 15 class. and someone from row 26 puts their, their baggage on top of yours. Then where are you supposed to put your bag? Well, where, those people haven't got anywhere to put theirs because the people with the six coffin-sized bags. <laughs> Have taken row up all the room. 15. You haven't sat in row 15 since 2010. Yeah, where did you sit? That's row it. We're done. Thank you, Candace. Thank you, Richard. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner.